Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body. So excited to have you here with us. Today we have another fantastic guest coming on. You may remember Helene Sugera. We've brought Helene back on because she offered so much valuable information on the first show. And on this show, she didn't disappoint. There's so many valuable takeaways to help you better understand how to properly set and achieve goals. Now, this show isn't just about setting and achieving goals. There's many different areas that we cover. Some of those include dealing with failure, something that we all deal with on a regular basis. And Helene's going to talk about how this is going to open up your mind and give you different answers that you may not thought were even there. We're going to talk about finding a mentor or a coach to help you succeed with whatever you set your sights on. The importance of celebrating all those little successes that we kind of push to the side and don't realize or don't even recognize. And planning as well is a big one. Many times we decide to do something but don't actually set out and plan for it. So we'll talk about putting together a proper plan for you to succeed in your goals. Helene is an author, speaker, coach. She's all about teaching you how to be more efficient and saving time. So this show is not only going to help you learn how to set and achieve goals, but how to do it efficiently and save time as well so sit back and enjoy we got all that coming up on this is exploring mind and body naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host drew tadia all right welcome to the show helene thank you so much for joining us today on exploring mind and body thanks drew i'm excited to be here so today we're going to be talking about efficiency your book here is called the inefficiency assassin now, that's such a cool title. Can you tell me about where that came from? And It seems a bit bold. I would say so. Other people have called it aggressive. And it's funny. It is an aggressive title, but it balances out with the whole goal of the book, which is peace. But that title actually came about from a marketing class. But I was told that the title Time Management Consultant or Productivity Consultant was rather boring. So we went through these exercises of figuring out exactly what I do for my clients. And between a gin and tonic and my love of spy movies and thrillers creeping in, the title The Inefficiency Assassin was born because when you got down to it, what I did for clients was help them slay lost time. So that is how the aggressive title came about. (laughs) Fantastic. I love it. Helene, tell me more about yourself and how you got into what you do now. I was born and raised in Los Angeles, and after graduating from high school, went to college in Texas, Texas A&M. And I was a decent student in high school, but got completely overwhelmed in college. And part of it was because of time management, trying to balance out the books and the partying and playing sports and everything else. So that was a big learning curve for me. And then after I graduated from college, I spent the first 11 years of my adult life as a high school teacher in a Title I school. And this is really where I started teaching time management tactics and organization 
organizational tactics because my students, so many of them, didn't have these skills. So that snowballed into me leaving the classroom after 11 years and starting my business 10 years ago. And I still work with some students, but the majority of my work now is with adults from different aspects, from the business world, from the educational world, and just teaching them how they can be more efficient in their day without making these huge changes to their lives. It seems like time management is such an important subject. Why do you think so many of us feel, I'm going to say feel, we're going to get into, <laughs> we'll get into procrastination and we'll get into prioritizing oh. here shortly, but why do we feel like we have so little time throughout the day? Part of it is because it's in our DNA as Americans that we are just driven to be better, to always do our best, and to work hard. It's in our work ethic. So when you combine that with all of these societal distractions, you've got social media, you've got these electronic devices where we feel like we need to be on 24-7. And then some people are also a little competitive with folks in their circles or with their neighbors. And so all of that starts to build up to not saying no to everything that's out there and really taking a step back and looking at what do you truly need to say yes to. So because we tend to be so overscheduled, that's why time management is now so critical because we've made ourselves so busy. All right, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break, but I want to dig deep a bit here and talk to Helene about why we're such people pleasers and why we never want to say no. Stay right there. We'll be right back on Exploring Mind and Body. True form life. I want to take a moment to tell you about the Sunshine House Financial Center right here in Sussex. Because you take your health seriously, you set goals and make a plan to reach your health and fitness targets. Have you thought about a plan to help you reach your financial targets? Whether you're dreaming of retirement, saving for your child's education, or protecting your family in the event of death, disability, or serious illness, Sunshine House Financial Center has the financial security planning solutions to help you reach your goals. A goal without a plan is just wishful thinking. What's your plan? Contact us today and we'll help you develop a financial plan for you, your family, or your business suited for your lifestyle and budget. Starting today, you can lay a solid foundation for your financial independence. Call 433-4588. To speak to Greg, James, or Edward Keith. They're looking forward to hearing from you. So that by overscheduling ourselves, you mentioned by saying no. It seems like we, you know, we're people pleasers. We want to say yes to everyone and everything. Why do you think mm-hmm. that we always want to please? Why do we want to say yes to all the things even if we don't want to do them? It's part of the whole description of being nice because you are called nice when you help other people around you. And who doesn't want to be called nice? Especially for nurturers, it's important in our personalities that we feel this sense of belonging. And a lot of times we mistake saying yes to everybody for this sense of belonging. We can belong just fine without necessarily sticking our noses into everything because it's so important that we care for ourselves first. So do you have any suggestions or tips to learn or practice how to say no? The easiest way to say no, especially for a nurturer who wants to please everybody, is just to say, I don't have room in my schedule. Because you're probably not lying at all. You most likely don't have room in your schedule. Now, if you have an issue with 
saying no right away, then you can use a stalling tactic, something like, I need to take a look at my calendar and then I'll get back to you. So that way you at least have a few minutes or maybe even a few days to come up with the reason why you cannot say yes to that schedule. You can just also be totally honest and say, you know what, I'm feeling really overwhelmed and as much as I would love to participate, I, I just can't right now. But thank you for asking and leave it at that. Let's get into procrastination a little bit. I'd love to hear what your perspective is on how we can learn more about avoiding procrastination and in getting our work done. Procrastination is actually human nature. Psychologists define procrastination as the act of wanting to feel better now. And that's why it's human nature. Who doesn't want to feel better? So the key is when you catch yourself in the act, you're about to procrastinate, you need to ask yourself, how will delaying this decision or this task, whatever's in front of me, how will delaying it benefit me? And if you can ask yourself that question, the majority of the time, there is no benefit. So you go ahead and make that decision or do that task, even if it's not fun. But if the answer is, well, I mean, it could benefit me, it's not an emergency, then you're really not procrastinating, you're just going to go on to something else. So the key is really catching yourself in the act so you become fully present and make a conscious decision about whether or not you do want to procrastinate. It seems to me that the more we procrastinate, the more stress we put on ourselves. Yes, exactly. And you're very much into health, so you probably know all about cortisol. And whenever we procrastinate, we are releasing cortisol, all of these stress hormones, which leads to high blood pressure and stress eating. And over long periods of time, it leads to cognitive malfunction, basically. So we can use a little bit of cortisol every now and then to give us some adrenaline to get us going. But if we are always waiting until a deadline is right on top of us and we feel like, oh my gosh, I work so much better under pressure, we're actually releasing all of that cortisol. So that is not a good thing. I'm interested to hear about your to-do list. It seems like, you know, we we write a list of all the things that we have to get done and then we Mm -hmm. do all the things that we, (laughs) that are easy so we can knock them off the list. Right. We're still procrastinating. Tell me about turning your to-do list into a done list. There's nothing wrong with creating this monstrous list of everything that you'd like to do and all the ideas that pop into your head. Because if we do keep all of those thoughts crammed into our brains, then it's too hard for us to focus. So by all means, liberate your mind and get those onto a sheet of paper or into your phone. But the key is when you're actually planning your list for the next day, you want to look at what the top three priorities are from that monster list. And so when you're focused on what's going to be most important, what are the things you need to do so that way your life can be better, that's what you want your focus to be on as early in the day as possible. The other key is instead of just having this list of three or four or ten items on there, you want to assign time blocks to them because so many times we will have that monster to-do list and then we feel totally depressed at the end of the day when we've only crossed off a few things, even though that list was totally unrealistic. There was no way a human could possibly have finished those things. So that's why you just want to focus on what are the top three things you need to get done. All right, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, I'm going to ask Helene more about time blocks and how they can save us time 
and be more efficient throughout the day. Be right back on Exploring Mind and Body. I want to take a moment to tell you about Complete Truth Protein. Now, Complete Truth Protein is a whole food supplement. This means it's made with whole foods, being quinoa and hemp hearts. Many times when we look at conventional supplements, our body has a difficult time absorbing, digesting, and utilizing all the nutrients, which is why I always prefer and suggest whole foods. So if you look at Complete Truth Protein, it's it's a plant-based product. It's gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free and GMO free. It's also a raw product. So we're looking at all kinds of ways to improve your health. That's going to be easy to utilize, digest and absorb and more than anything, burn off as energy. The very first thing customers tell us is they can't believe how much more energy they have from adding Complete Truth Protein to their smoothies. So head over to hempy.ca slash CTP. Now if you want 15% off, all you have to do is enter in EMB in the discount code. Hempy.ca slash CTP. What are these time locks when you say, is this time of day or is this duration of how long you giving yourself to do this task? It can actually be both. So the first step is time of duration. You want to estimate how long you think it's going to take for this task. So if you need to call somebody, you're not looking forward to calling, you're not looking forward to talking to them, but you need to get it done, maybe that call is going to take 30 minutes. To make it even better, if you can schedule that 30 minutes onto your calendar, you're making an appointment with yourself to do that. And most of the time, when we schedule something on our calendar, we're going to do it. If it's just floating off on this random to-do list, we don't always hold ourselves accountable to that. So if at all possible, schedule it on your calendar. And the beauty of knowing that you're estimating the duration, that time block, is that if something else crops up and you truly need to take care of it in that time slot you had originally designated, you know that 30 minutes needs to move somewhere else. So what other time can you get that finished? And by moving those time blocks around, fewer and fewer things fall through the cracks. I love that calendar tip there because when we talk about you know nutrition, fitness, booking, I always say book yourself time, book yourself yes. an hour or 30 minutes for a workout, whatever it is. Once we, we book that, it means a little bit more than saying, oh, I'll get to it. Again, you have your, you're talking about your putting in your calendar, you book your appointment. If we have an appointment with a, a client or customer or a golf appointment, a hair appointment, whatever it is, we usually keep it. Mm-hmm. But exactly, it, you know, if it's just on the back of our minds and we don't consciously say this is what I'm going to do, then we just forget about it. Yes. So using that calendar is so important. And it doesn't matter if it's paper or digital, because that's another question I get asked. The key is whatever calendar you use on a daily basis, that's the one you need to stick to and review daily. One of the things I wanted to share with you was this, something that I've been doing that to help me was I'm a list maker myself. And then I narrow them down to the three top priorities. And then I mm-hmm. look at the list and I ask myself, what's one thing that I could do on this on the list that's going to make me feel productive today? 
And then I do that first because otherwise you wait till the end of the day and then you, <laughs> then I, I procrastinate. Right. Again. Exactly. And you know, going back to your question on procrastination, there is a way to procrastinate productively. So when you choose those top three priorities you want to get done, you can also choose a bonus three, a plus three. So if things aren't going your way and you can't get those top three done like you had planned because maybe somebody flaked out on you or didn't get you information you needed, you can move into the bonus three. Or if you finish early, you can move into the bonus three. What normally happens is if something goes wrong and we get overwhelmed, that's when we go after the low-hanging fruit, the things on the list that are super easy. So if we can focus on that bonus three instead, we can procrastinate productively, work on something else that is still important and far more important than those easy things that we would have otherwise done. And you are still working towards your goal, just not necessarily in the order you had originally planned. How would we avoid just going straight to that low-hanging fruit and then getting back (laughs) into procrastination again? Well, I'll give you a quick productivity hack because what I have found with my clients is that the lowest hanging fruit they tend to go to when they want to procrastinate is grabbing their phone and jumping onto social media or checking email. And the reason why it's so easy to do that is because number one, their phone is right next to them. And number two, they have all of their favorite apps right there on the home screen of the phone. They have one message or they have five new Facebook notifications. And so that becomes even more tempting And it's so easy just to hit that app. So for those clients, I recommend that they put their apps on a rear screen so they actually have to swipe a few times to get to it. And during the act of swiping, they tend to catch themselves procrastinating and saying, wait a minute, what am I doing here? I'm just wasting time. And so that helps prevent them from going after the low-hanging fruit of mindless social media. And I know I harp about social media a lot. I have accounts on every platform and I use it, but we just need to make sure we don't use it to procrastinate constantly throughout the day. You know, one of the things about social media, it seems like we can get lost in it. And like you're saying, well, I mean, that's a nice tip too, because we can understand we're flipping past to find it instead of it being right in front of us. Why do you think that we go straight to social media if we have a spare moment, we just go (laughs) straight there instead of doing something on our list? Because it's mindless. It's the easiest thing to do. And who doesn't want to do something that's easy? There are even studies out that show that we get a hit of dopamine every time we check our phones because we feel like, oh, I'm in touch with the world and I'm not missing out on anything. And that's why those little devices can be so addictive and and social media is right there on the phone. And then we get that gratification of someone like, you know, someone likes me if they're paying attention to my post. Exactly. Oh, yay. Somebody (laughs) in the world out there is looking at me. And, you know, again, that goes back to human nature. We all want to feel like we belong and that we're loved. And so that's why there's nothing wrong with social media in and of itself. The problem is if you're spending hours each day in there, maybe not all at one time, it could be 10 minutes here and 20 minutes there. But if you're also saying, oh, I don't have time to do anything, you kind of need to look at where your priorities are going. So one of the things that I do as a business owner, kind of make excuses and say, I need to get on there for business, but 
you know, of course you get on one thing and another thing and then it's a half hour later and you're like, oh, shoot, I did it again. Yes. And I am totally the same way because just like everybody else, it's so easy to get sucked into there. So what I have to do to monitor myself is I have a timer. So I know how much time I'm going to spend doing the morning post or the evening post. And when the timer goes off, even if I'm watching the funniest cat video, I know that, okay, I need to move on now because at the end of the day, I don't want to feel bad about not getting anything done. So do you actually give yourself time? Like when you go on it, do you say, here's my 15 minute timer. I'm going to go on for 15 minutes and then carry on with my day. Yes, exactly. So I have 15 minutes at the beginning of the day, 15 minutes at the end of the day. And if I have to stand in line somewhere, then I know I'm going to sneak in a quick check there. You know, you know what I did was I made a bold statement, but I decided to get rid of my cell phone. And people always, I get a blank stare when I tell people that. Yeah, that's fantastic. You've taken control of your life. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a big step because we live on our cell phones. That They're always there. And, uh, and to me, I just thought when I was out with family, I'd be checking my emails. When I was out with friends, I'd be looking through my social media feed. I felt like I never had a break from work. And, you know, now mm-hmm. like that decision in my life, you know, changed everything because I can mm-hmm. enjoy things on my own. I can not think about business all the time. I'm not distracted mm-hmm. when I'm working on a project. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's really made a whole lot of positive changes in my life. Oh, that's terrific. That's awesome. All right. So I know many of you are thinking there's no way I can get rid of my cell phone, <laughs> which is there's which there's nothing wrong with. But we're going to take a short break. So when we come back, Helene's going to talk about this subject and directly how you can make a difference with adjusting your cell phone use and being more efficient with it. Stay right there. Be right back on Exploring Mind and Body. I couldn't be more excited to tell you about Eric and Dan from the town chiropractor and their entire team in your local community. I think days have passed as chiropractors are just thought of as twisting and cracking and crunching bones. These are more natural and holistic treatments. Now, the town chiropractor have a number of different treatments and services. Some include massage therapy, acupuncture, orthotics, functional movement screening. They have so much to offer. This is truly an entire wellness clinic. Now, they are in Sussex. They're also in St. John, St. Stephen's, Hampton. They're growing. It's so exciting to be involved in what they're doing. Highly recommend checking out their Facebook page, The Town Chiropractor, and see what they have going on. Now, chiropractors aren't just for pain. It's also for prevention. So if you're looking for some adjustments, if you're looking for someone that's a professional to help improve your optimal health, check out The Town Chiropractor in your local community. So if you don't mind, what I'd like to do is address your listeners who are saying, Drew, there is no way I can give up a cell phone. You know, there are a lot of people out there like that. So if they're in that boat, what you could do instead is just simply turn off your notifications because the average person gets 110 notifications per day from our phones. And every time we check that notification, we are causing our brains to switch tasks and we lose an average of 60 seconds each time. So when you 
add that up, we're causing ourselves to lose 110 minutes per day. So try just turning off the notifications because you'll be in much more control than you are now of your phone. You know, and that was a difficult, that's pretty cool that you have it all broken down like that. I suppose that's why this is what you do. But one of the things is, you know, when I was, I'd be writing a, whatever, it could be social media posts or it could be a a new project I'm working on. And then my Mm -hmm. notification would go off. Then I stop Mm -hmm. what I'm doing. You look at your notification and then it takes you, I think you said 60 seconds, but it seemed like it'd take me forever to get my mind back into what I was doing. Right, exactly. And that's just an average 60 seconds. Some people take a lot longer and that's where these time leaks are during the day. So when I tell my keynote and training audiences, did you know that the average person loses three hours a day from procrastination, distractions, and overwhelm? Their first response is, nah, it's not three hours. And so we talk about how it's not three hours all at once. It's not like you're, you're going to say, you know what? I wasted from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock yesterday just procrastinating. You know, it doesn't happen like that. It happens this 10 minutes here and 15 minutes there. And if you add up all those times, it's three hours. Now, the great thing about that statistic is all of that is self-imposed. So if it's self-imposed, that means we can unimpose it and get our time back. Helene, tell me more about prioritization. It seems like we all have the same amount of hours in the day. It seems Mm -hmm. like we are able to get through the things that we want to get done or the things we feel we have to get done. And I think that all leads to prioritizing. And I know that there are all sorts of grids and quadrants out there where you can line things up, but a lot of my clients can't wrap their brains about which quadrant their decisions fall in. So the easiest way that we've come up with is just first asking yourself, what do I need to do tomorrow so that I will not be in a world of hurt? And that's how you choose your first level of priorities, because if you are in a time deficit hole right now and you're so far behind on things, then you're probably nearing the trouble mark either in your personal life or work life because you haven't gotten something done. So you start at that first basic needs level. What do I need to do to survive? And then once you're starting to catch up, you can ask yourself the next question. What can I do so that things just stay okay? So you start moving up in priorities. You're not as time crunched. And then once you're starting to get the hang of time management, you no longer just have to function at the as-is level. You can start looking at the proactive level where you're looking at, what can I do to get ahead tomorrow? And then later on, what can I do to get ahead for the next two days? So it's this progression in how you see your priorities. So that's why there's not one specific way to look at things. You first need to start with your basic needs and then start working your way toward looking to the future. Does that make sense? It's a great way. It's kind of how I teach. You know, you start off slowly and then you move forward. Now, I want to ask you, why do we feel like we need to be ahead right away instead (laughs) of working from the ground up like you're talking about here? Because we live in a microwave society. We want things instantly. We can nuke our breakfast in 90 seconds. We can nuke our dinner in five minutes. So why can't we do everything else in that short of a time? It's very much like health and nutrition and what you work with your clients on. It's not like you can get into this awesome shape by tomorrow. You know, there's this groundwork (laughs) that you need to lay and you're not going to have these beautiful toned muscles by Friday. You're not going to lose 
15 pounds by Wednesday, it takes groundwork. You need to start laying down the good habits that are going to get you there. And because we live in this instant society, we just want to jump right to the very end. Oh, let's get ahead without addressing that foundation that needs to be laid. Helene, tell me more about your book and what you're doing on your website and some details if, if we're interested in finding more about you and how people could work with you. Sure. My website is called The inefficiencyassassin.com and I have all sorts of information about my books. I've got webinars, trainings for companies and presentations, keynotes and sessions for conferences and as well as individual consulting. And one of my favorite pieces of feedback that I've gotten from different readers is that just by looking at the table of contents, they're able to go in and triage what their immediate pain point is so they can just jump immediately to that chapter and start understanding what they need to do. And once they've gained back a little time just from implementing what's in that chapter, then they can go back and start reading all the other parts of the book. So I love that the book can help both people who need and what you're going to implement is not going to change your life within five minutes. It does take some time like we were talking about earlier, but you can at least start feeling that relief that you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, you know what? I mean, your book is a good, solid book. And I was looking at it here. There's so much information I like your little tips on the side in those boxes. Even when you're sitting there flipping through the book, you can pull little pieces out. I really enjoyed that part of it, but there's just so much to take away. So, uh, you know, I, I want to wish you all the best with it. I think there's so much that our audience can learn from learning how to prioritize your time and maybe avoid procrastination a bit, reduce that stress. Stress is something I often talk about on the show. So, Helene, thank you so much for your time, and I wish you all the best with your book and future business endeavors. Thank you very much, Drew. It's been a pleasure. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you for your downloads, your shares, everything that you do to contribute to the show. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. If you're looking for a little help to get boosted in the right direction, maybe you need some professional advice yourself with a proper program, head over to trueformlife.com. We have a free 10-day fitness challenge. We send you a brand new workout each day. Workouts take 20 minutes or less. Just like Waylon was saying, <laughs> you don't always have to get an hour or longer in. Get in a short, efficient workout. There's no equipment required. We teach you how to use your body as the machine. We're going to send you tips along the way. And it's just a great way to boost yourself in the right direction. Maybe you want to start a program. Maybe you want to get in a little better shape for the holidays or whatever season it may be. Again, that's at trueformlife.com. And we got more details going up there. All these past shows can be found on exploringmindandbody.com. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.